This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. No opening gag this time, we have a lot to cover. My name is Alex Orvolpes, I use they, Z, Fox, Void pronouns, and this is Stride with Pride. Welcome back to Stride with Pride. I hope you've had a fantastic however long it's been since you listened to the last episode. On this week's episode, we are going to talk about cosplay and queerness, and I have two lovely guests on today. Why don't you introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Joey. I use any pronouns, um, but I particularly like they, them, or he, him. Hey, I'm Percy, and I go by he, him. Great to have you guys here. So our first question is, what got you into cosplay? What initially got me into cosplay was actually kind of embarrassing. Um, I was really, really into a source um, called Homestuck. Homestuck is pretty notorious on the internet, especially with people on the early internet, I think. It was a webcomic. Uh, it started in 2009. Um, has a lot of, like, it has a really big cast of characters. And if you're into cosplay at all, you've definitely seen it around, like, somewhere eventually. If you see the cosplayers with the grey face paint and like the big horns that are like multicolored that is homestuck if you see like blonde hair and black lipstick that's probably homestuck and if you see black hair and like glasses that's probably homestuck i've cosplayed a lot of the homestuck characters including the trolls which are the gray characters here with the little horns and uh, i really enjoy cosplaying them actually i hosted a homestuck meetup in 2019 at auckland armageddon of course you did of course i did yeah mm. i'm a bit of a social butterfly but. Mm. but it was actually really fun i had a really good time um and i cosplayed a character named car cat and he sort of he's the one who wears the big sweater and I cosplayed that one and yeah I hosted a Homestuck meetup and I really enjoyed it it was super fun Homestuck from what I've heard is like crazy there are stories like some some like hotels now ban like face paint paint, yeah body paint because Homestuck cosplayers very in the early 2000s especially didn't know how to didn't know how to seal their body paint and to seal your body paint for any cosplayers listening is um you can use baby powder that's my always go-to because it's soft on your skin and it doesn't like you don't usually react to it very negatively it's supposed to be soft on your skin or you can just use some regular makeup setting powder but set your paint if you're going out in cosplay please or even just in general set your paint because you do not want to get that on all your clothing trust me i've been there it sucks okay don't judge me tiktok i was scrolling through tiktok in like 2019 and i was just my normal for you page and then conveniently one of my really good friends now popped up on my feed and i went i don't know what that is but that looks pretty cool and then I just, like, as the algorithm works, I, like, liked it, and then I just carried on and forgot about it, and then, like, more and more kept on popping up, and I was like, oh, that looks pretty cool, and then I got into Good Omens, and I was like, I absolutely adore this, and then a Good Omens cosplay popped up my, on my Instagram all of a sudden, and I was like, oh my god, that's something you can do, that's so cool, and then, then I got into anime and lockdown. And I was like, oh, I'll watch this. Binge watched My Hair Academia. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then conveniently, you know, one of my good friends, because I was posting on TikTok, but it wasn't cosplay stuff, liked one of my videos and then started talking. And it was really cool. And they said, oh, you should try cosplay. This is what you should do. So then out of lockdown came in 2020. And then I try, I cosplayed. I said, I'll do it once. I'll do it once. Get it out of my system. <laughs> that's fine. Mm-hmm. And so I cosplayed. It's always just once at the start. <laughs> and I cosplayed one of my favorite characters to cosplay now is Todoroki. And then, yeah. And then I was like, and I just like tried it once. I said, oh, that's pretty cool. 
I'll try another character. Again, one of my favorites, Bakugo. And then, of course, I started making friends out of it. And I went, oh, there, there's, there's like an entire little community here. This is great. And then now I'm stuck. It's been like, what? I guess you could say you're homestuck. <laughs> <laughs> Can I leave this? Can I leave this? So has doing cosplay helped you explore or come to terms with your queer identity? And if so, how? Absolutely. I went into cosplay uh, when I was like 14, believing that I was cis. I always, I mean, I didn't always know, but like I did kind of know before I started cosplay that I wasn't straight, but I thought, or like, I don't know, I wanted to to be cis, Um, but I went into it and I was like, it was mostly getting like gender euphoria from cosplaying male characters that made me realize that I wasn't cis because like I would feel okay about female cosplays. I would even go as far as to say I'd feel quite pretty or cute or whatever. But cosplaying male characters really gave me like a gender euphoria that made me like think I don't feel like a girl like most of the time. You know what I mean? Like for the main part, being a girl felt more like something that I had to pretend to do rather than something I really was. And so getting to like uh, invest in this entire thing that makes me feel more like myself, which is ironic considering cosplayers, you know, you're not dressing as yourself, you're dressing as someone else entirely, but it made me feel more like me than anything ever did. And so it felt really good to cosplay characters that made me feel more like me than my everyday life felt like me. For me personally, I started when I was cosplaying, I kind of was in the whole, oh, maybe I'll use she, they pronouns, but like, like it makes me more comfortable. But like, you know, it's just like, it doesn't mean anything, right? And then I started cosplaying and I was like, well, crap. It's different. (laughs) I'm like, this is different. And then I was like, I was cosplaying more boy characters and I was like, really comfortable. And I was like, oh, I kind of like this. And then like taking off the cosplay, it didn't feel like I was just taking off a cosplay. It felt like I was turning to something I didn't want to be. Because it went from looking in the mirror being very comfortable to look in the mirror and seeing me and going like, oh, I don't like this. So I was cosplaying like more and more and more. And then it helped me slowly become more comfortable with who I am. So I went into using like they, them pronouns because I like that. And then using cosplay was a way to like explore who I really was, come to terms with it before I realized like, oh, yeah, no, this is not just like a small thing. Like I actually am figuring out who I am. And then of course I would start cosplaying characters who were more the aesthetic I wanted. And I went, oh no, it's just an aesthetic, right? I just like the characters aesthetic I'll just cosplay this until I realized no I'm slowly cosplaying the character that I want to be so like the biggest one it's the weirdest thing is like again one of my favorite cosplays is Todoroki and Bakugo so I was doing like an AU of them of kind of like a bartender and then I was like the aesthetic I wanted and I was looking in the mirror and I was like oh no that's that's what I want to look like and then I went oh I'll dye my hair that's literally what I did too like like I I thought Like, for a very long time, I tried being cis. Like, I went through a period of time, especially in high school, where I was like, I know that I'm not cis, but I want to be so badly Mm. that I just throw my hair out and I wore girly clothes and I did my, like, makeup all the time. And I, like, tried really hard to fit in with my family. Like, hyperfem kind of thing? Hyperfem. Like, Like, I pushed it so far. Mm. Like, dresses, the whole shebang. Like, I would be dead before I was seen not wearing a skirt. I was trying really, really hard to, like, like you said, hyperfem. Like, just pushing into everything. And then, um... 
And then I watched Haikyuu. Sarah was a big character. And so, like, I ended up using, like, my natural hero, which was when I had an undercut, but it was long because in my um, day-to-day life, I had to be very, like, for work and stuff before I now had my new jobs. I had to be, like, the hyper-femme kind of character because I was always raised, you have to be, like, the good-looking person. People are only going to oh, like you for your oh, appearance absolutely. and your charming. It um, definitely tied into, like, golden child type of being. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I was, like, the, the child that, like, made the, brought the money in and oh, all that Oh, yeah, stuff. absolutely. And then so I used cosplay as an, as a, as an, as an escape. escape. Yeah. It was it was such an escape to like get into it because then I could actually be who I was. And again, Sarah was yeah. a big character. And then I started using my natural hair for Sarah with the undercut and half of it was up, half of it was down. And I would like look in the mirror and I have a photo of it of going like, oh my God, this is not a cosplay. This is what I like besides like I think the context was the only thing that was different, right? And I was like, oh, it's me. And that's when it hit me really hard. Was, I've been using cosplay. It was it's like, a coping it, mechanism. It, it, yeah, this whole and like time. a safe, like a safety thing with cosplay, which is yeah. great. And then it helped me realize, like, no, okay, no, this is who I am. Yeah. And then of course, like with friends and stuff, I started to realize, figure out like my like gender. That's awesome to hear. So, what is your experience of the IRL queer cosplay community, and has it been helpful for you as a queer person? Well, um, because I was into cosplay from such a young age, I was definitely uh, influenced in my understanding of different things by the community that I'm surrounded by. I went to a lot of conventions all the time. Like I, I put all my time and money into that outside of schoolwork and into cosplay and into conventions and into doing those things. For the most part, cosplay community in person, your identity is not brought up in question. You know, like you are who you are. For a lot of the time, cosplayers tend to use the pronouns of the character you're cosplaying um, unless you explicitly say otherwise that you want different pronouns. So at conventions, I felt really validated because I would cosplay male characters characters conventions and people I didn't know would be like oh my gosh like he's so cute I love his cosplay and it would make me feel really really good because like even though usually I was obviously seen as like very feminine and just it was immediate like female pronouns like all the time in the cosplay community I was just whatever people thought maybe I was based on the character I was cosplaying unless I explicitly said otherwise so there were cosplayers who were like oh I use they them I prefer those I don't like any other ones and people would be like cool and they would use those but if you didn't really say again people would kind of go for whatever character you're cosplaying and I really enjoyed that like I found myself making friends with people I never even thought I would talk to and it felt really like it felt really validating to have that sort of real life validation from people that you don't know I haven't really got much experience with the like the in real life cosplay community, but from like the few people I have met, which like like you guys, seems like real good. I haven't been to a convention, so I don't quite know yet. And what about the online queer cosplay community? Does that differ from real life? A hundred percent, absolutely. Identity is far more talked about online than it is in real life. You know, you have your pronouns in your bio and stuff. Unless you walk around with pronoun badges or pins, which I do at conventions, but you know, people don't always really look at your bag. Um, but people do look at your bio. And so identity is definitely talked about in the cosplay community, especially because a lot of people in the cosplay community are very open about their opinions on things. Um, and from my experience, have been very open and general especially for like different identities in every single way like i wasn't like super versed on like neopronouns and stuff but the cosplay community funny enough even though you know it's not like specifically an lgbt community like it's not only for lgbt people there is such a wide range of lgbt in the cosplay community and in fandom communities usually too that are lgbt that i learned a lot of things that i didn't know before and it helped me understand my own identity more too so the online community for cosplay is so so different from the IRL one mostly because IRL one you don't really talk about those sort of things unless you become friends with those people and it comes up in conversation unrelated to cosplay yeah like um for me I was like so late to like the whole cosplay thing I, I found as well 
that the online community with cosplay is kind of like it's I feel like more open and welcoming because I've never been to convention I started right after our first lockdown of COVID and then now conventions are just hard especially because I work all the time and I don't have a car to get to like Auckland which I think Auckland Tauranga is like the closest ones for us so I've never really had that IRL cosplay community but definitely online was everything like I found like I've got some of my like my closest friends through online and they kind of like they were the ones that kind of helped me like realize my identity and stuff and and like you said, it's more like open and again, like you have to look at like the bios and everything and it's more like welcoming and you can kind of figure out like your identity through that because I always like, you always like say like, it's like flock together, like growing up, yeah. you're like, I'm never going to find someone else who yeah. identifies like the way that I'm feeling. Oh, fully. And like then, you always felt like a black sheep. Yeah. And much. then you I like, you get older and you're like, oh no, we literally just surround each other. Like we'll yeah. flock. You <laughs> flock together even but like before you guys come out, like in high school and stuff, I feel like you all flock together and then one by one you start coming out and it's like oh we all sort of could like what smell each other like well, how did we do this like, one one comes out and then everyone goes oh but yeah you definitely the online community with cosplay is very more open to that and oh, they like for example just like simply going on like stories like, yeah stories on instagram yeah they spread so much like sources. helpful information and sources yeah like for example like uh, alex is like always post stuff on like their story and has like recently been helping me figure out like some things about myself but like also like it's like a little open and you can communicate because again like it is not like specifically just people in the community but it is a big part of it and I didn't grow up with the whole fandom spaces I never had tumblr I only heard of tumblr once I was like 19 <laughs> we are so <laughs> different I, never, I, like, I, like, didn't, I didn't have like besides like school mm. I didn't have access to the internet till I was like 18 oh my god we were so different on those um so yeah. I'm like behind <laughs> on everything so like I'll be like oh that happened they're like yeah they've been like in 2016 and I'll be like uh but I've definitely found it. it's like not intent like intended just to be the community but I feel like we all kind of like flock together and even if you're not it's like learn oh yeah so many things I like, have a ton of straight friends in the cosplay community actually that straight people sit here friends even that like didn't really understand LGBT issues but cosplay and fandom spaces have helped them understand right you know? yeah like one of my good friends is um, um is straight but they slowly got into the cosplay community and it helped them just to because everyone is like again the cosplay community has its good sides it definitely and, yeah. I've learned in the past few months has its bad sides there's always a bad side to every um, community yeah but it also is very welcoming and like because you kind of like a lot of us find out who we are through cosplay mm. And are very like open to like sh- like sharing what we learn and stuff. So like my friends who are straight, they have learnt so much because it is a. It, I found it is a good community to be so open if you have questions and stuff. Um. So yeah, the online community is definitely like really helpful in, in regards to like fandom culture and everything, and how that sort of makes cosplay feel more comfortable. Like it makes you feel like you're in your own skin when you're portraying those characters who also have these head cannons, these popular head cannons usually. Um that match how you identify. Yeah, and, really then, comforting. and you like me, like, and friends online and stuff who also have the same, like, headcanons and stuff, and you can explore it with them through cosplay or just, like, bouncing ideas off. It's very good, especially with, like, the times we're going through now where you kind of, like, for a while, you only you can't see your friends in person, so you kind of have to, re- like, you find friends online. You and rely on that, yeah. Yeah, like, coping mechanisms is, like, a, it's a healthy way, I yeah. think. At least. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> lovely, yeah. That's great to hear. So... 
you mentioned some of the bad things uh, about the cosplay community. Can you talk a bit more about that? Is there anything about the cosplay community um, that's been unhelpful in regards to your queer identity or just like not ideal in general in that same vein? Mostly things like gatekeeping, I think. Like gatekeeping certain characters or certain fandoms or cosplayers or or sexualities or genders or anything, it feels like gatekeeping usually is um, maybe one of the, the problems. But it's not huge enough that I feel like... I, it's, it's avoidable, is what I, what I think, at least. But I know, you know, obviously not everyone in the cosplay community is LGBT, and there's also people who don't do cosplay but do, like, enjoy, like, watching it or content of cosplay. Um, and some of those people tend to be cishet. And they obviously don't really understand LGBT issues in the same way that someone who's LGBT could. They can empathise, but it's not the same thing. You know, you know, a whole ordeal. And quite often, if you have headcanons for a character um, and you portray those in your cosplay, like you think, like, bi, or, like, you think that they're trans or anything like that, there is always going to be people who don't agree with you and do not like that opinion at all. You know, yeah. there's always going to be people that, like, I've seen a lot of people who uh, have, like, trans headcanons for their char- their favourite characters because it feels like, you know, they can identify with it better. And yeah, I think they're lovely. Yeah. Well, like, definitely with that, like, one of my favourite headcanons is, and, like, one of my things for me is I relate and I'm, like, learning more about myself, like, with a character, like, Bakugo, right? But I have, like, a headcanon that he is, like, trans because it helps me with, like, again, like, because I identify with him, with his personality, sometimes not always the great things, but also, like, because, like, of one of his characteristics that everyone always jokes about, but it always helps me, like, with the game, because I, like, make chests for you. I'm like, oh, okay, Bucket goes like this. This helps me as well, but also... For reference, people usually joke that he's got uh, big boobs. <laughs> but that's comforting when but you're yeah, trans. Yeah, and because of, like, with him, like, because he's known, like, with, the, like, that, the way he, his body goes is kind of like an hourglass, but it also goes, fits with the game with my body. So that's, like, one of my headcanons is because, like, I, the character, like, I identify a little bit with, and having that headcanon is, like, a kind of, like, a comfort thing. I think a lot of people have that as well, like, their identity and a character that I identify with that really helps. And that's really, really nice. Like you said, like, it's nice to feel represented in a media that you really enjoy or like enjoy content of especially a character that you really identify with mm. but then the issue comes in with people who do not like those opinions um, and will go as far as to just be mean about them but you know for the most part people are very nice the most I've come across with people being mean in the cosplay community are people who aren't even in the cosplay community mm. you know or people who like are not really LGBT in general but not Often, if at all, that I can think of, has it been actually someone in the cosplay community who actively cosplays? Because it is a really welcoming community, and usually negativity like that is shut down pretty quickly. People kind of like, dude, just like, like it's not hurting anyone to have a headcanon that Bakugo is trans. Like, yeah, you can like, calm down. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like, um, there's like a one with like Hawks as well. But I think the, I think one of the few times is I find, especially like with like queer identity, is I think uh, the small problems that I found with that. A big one is it used to be um, like Kachako. Like Bakugo and Ochako, I can't pronounce the name properly. Yeah, so yeah, I'm no, sorry you're, good. you're good, you're good. And it used to be a lot of people say it was like the game, like the cis, like hit people. They didn't like that ship because they were like kind of like no, like it's it's one or the other. Because like people were game worshipping like Ochako with Suyu yeah, and, and Midoriya and the Midoriya, and then of course Bakugo was with um Kirishima or, or Midoriya. Midoriya. <laughs> but people say no, you can't have that. And I think a lot of people kind of forget that like even if you are in the community, there are 
are some like some people who still do like that. Um, they can't just be one or the other. Yeah, it, like they can be both. Like, like multi shippers. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I love being a multi shipper. But like with that one, I found like not everyone like in the in the queer community. I think that that was a big ship for a while. I don't know mm. if you were seeing. No, it, yeah, yeah. Where yeah, people were hating that. on it because they said no, Bakugo has to be with. Kirishima, Midoriya, Chaco has to be with Suyu or yeah. Midoriya or something. And I'm like, no, because there are people in the community who do like straight ships every once yeah, in a while. Yeah, like I like straight ships. I, I think like, I think some of them are really cute. And I'm like, having like your like headcanon on the character is bi or gay. Mm. I like that, but like, and that's cute because it's your headcanon, but some people also like their little head, like little ship yeah. because they like, oh yeah, no, because a lot of time they are either identified as one of the characters. I mean, the only times I've ever found in that when people push their headcanons too much because yeah. like, you can have your own because I have headcanons about mm. like certain characters, but I'm so not going to force that on yeah. other people. And I think people, a lot of time, the only a big problem I found is they accidentally weaponize the fact oh, that their headcanons yeah. for that character or that show or whatever is like they're queer, but they're using it like you have to. Yeah, because if you don't, to. you are LGBT phobic, and it's like, yeah. whoa. And it's like I've no. had, I've had <laughs> someone like in my DMs yelling at me because I did a one of my good friends. We did a a chaco, a kachaco. Oh, that's ship. cute. And it was yeah. so cute, and I loved it because we did the whole like soft like morning like that's routine adorable. And stuff, yeah, right. And I had someone in my DMs going like, no, they're both queer. You can't have them together. And they they called me transphobic and they called me homophobic. It's like, and what? I was like, no, you can't, yeah. you can't, you can't weaponize it. Yeah. Like weaponizing, it's just it's, it's taking us back so far. It's yeah, like, no, because you find a safe. You sound like a lot of people that come across the community because it is so like well, openly and widely known that there is quick um people in there. It's a safe haven for a lot of them. So to see that being weaponized, like, like yeah. it's like no, you can't really do that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you're you're actually doing more harm than good because you can have your head cannons. I have my head cannons. Yeah, but I'm not gonna push those onto other people. Like I yeah. might have a head cannon. You don't really like vibe with, and that's yeah. okay. And you have one, and that I might not vibe with, and that's. Yeah. Okay, but it's like the a head cannons thing. as yeah, well. Yeah, because also like thinking like sometimes the head cannons come from yeah. our own like past or yeah, our own exactly. thoughts, and yeah. it's like a coping mechanism. But I'm not going to shove that on you. Mm. And, and in general, too, like ship wars are just sort of like Ugh. fandom community and cosplay community overlap completely, and that's because obviously they're part of the same thing. Cosplay is sort of a subset of being in a fandom community. Yeah, and so shipping wars are a huge thing in that too. Like if you do ship content with anyone, like I uh, cosplayed Deku and my friend cosplayed Shinso and that's a ship that I think is very cute but then people are sort of like no like you gotta have Deku and Bakugo or Deku and Todoroki and it's like it's it's fine like it doesn't really matter that much they're like it's just fun you, yeah you know? like I just stopped cosplaying Bakugo for a while because um like again one of my favorite ships is also like Kiri Baku because mm. it's so cute and they're again, really cute yeah. I love them so much but I had to stop it because I had people in my comments were and my DMs were just losing their crap and but yeah. negatively yeah so I like felt uncomfortable so I'm like I can't cosplay this character anymore. unfortunately because it's one of my favorite characters and i like lost his wig and stuff but mm. like i just stopped because like the the um ship wars were just were just in my much. dms yeah. and i was like it was in the comments is bad enough because you can filter but yeah in my dms and your dms like, and they were actively going and they were like because i don't have my twitter in my link tree right mm. because again there's yeah stuff on there um but they were actively looking <laughs> and finding oh my, my twitter just to like harass, you, harass me about like a ship and i was just like like i i'm like an adult in real life dude like yeah, i don't like, I, <laughs> like I am like i'm 21 years old i have a job I have, like, yeah. Yeah. i'm 21 i have two jobs yeah. and this is a hobby yeah that yes i've met 
some amazing people like people like when I first started who I admire yeah. are now my real good friends and I'm so grateful for that yeah but we all have lives out of it yeah and I'm just like I'm not gonna my life does not you. revolve around Kerry Baku no, I'm, I'm sorry like, <laughs> I'm like I did that because it's a cute thing and it was like that I'm yeah. like no exactly yeah but I feel like the uh, big problem is like ship wars but ship it's wars, also yeah. a game with the ship wars it's intertwined with with fandom culture and cosplay culture and yeah and the queer community the it's queer like community. a big problem like well, I mean there is the big problem with like people who a lot of time like you said aren't cosplaying and they they might just kind of like they might just not understand like yeah, headcanons like that I especially see that in like um, edits and stuff we'll edit like characters they think they're a cute ship together people will be like but they're straight my comment section was like Dicky was straight and I'm cosplaying like I'm from like I can't pronounce it I was Yumiko oh my gosh I was cosplaying Yumiko like, and I'm I not even straight I'm like this is no, no. You know what? Just just for that, he's less straight. I said that screenshot to my friend. And I was just like, <laughs> I literally said that. I said, they're like, Deku is straight. And you guys playing from a completely like yeah. different like, content. And I People went, get so angry I, about that. Yeah, I was like, like I said, you know what? Now forever known, he will, he doesn't even know what a straight person is. Yeah. going to yassify all your favorite anime characters. <laughs> So last question is, what is your favorite thing about cosplay and what is your next cosplay? Well, my favorite thing about cosplay is definitely just the way I can express myself through cosplay. Like as we talked about earlier, I feel like I can really express my identity through cosplay and that's really comforting and it's really nice and I really enjoy that. And so characters that I really heavily relate to is the ones that I usually cosplay the most, like um, Hinata Shoyo from Haikyuu. I relate to him a lot and I putting my sort of hit cannons on him based on my own personal identity and so cosplay him makes me feel very elated it gives me a lot of gender euphoria i like him as a character in general it gives me a lot of gender envy but no yeah it's really comforting to be able to like put your identity into a character and and see yourself in a way that you've kind of wanted to be able to see yourself and it's fun it's fun it, it sort of encompasses all the things that i've always really enjoyed like acting and makeup and and things like that it sort of encompasses all of that and it's just fun in the end and you make good friends there's a lot of things i love about cosplay in general but um so there's too many things to list i'll go on too much of a tangent and alex will do the little wrap up hands my next cosplay plan though that is a good question i've been very focused on haikyuu at the moment um recently i cosplayed oikawa but another cosplay i want to do recently is akashi akashi keiji also from haikyuu because i like him he's fun he's one of my favorite characters or someone from bnha let's be honest <laughs> i'd like to do deku's hero suit i think that would be fun um so one of my favorite things about cosplay is probably again like the community and like finding friends because again I found it so late but I also found it right at the time where like again COVID you kind of like we had to sit with our own thoughts and it helped me like with that so I think but one of my favorite things is having to be like interact with friends and stuff through something we like we all like and we all kind of like again hyperfixate because a lot of us not only are we're we but also, also neurodivergent <laughs> <laughs> but definitely one of my favorite things about cosplay is being able to express yourself through that and help you like to discover who you really are and it's like a safe space as well as being able to like you know share like your own head cannons or your love for a character and expression i think one of my like next cosplay like one of my cosplays probably walks but also i'm working on a uh, jinx cosplay because again through cosplay and stuff it's be- helped me become more comfortable cosplaying female characters and yeah because it's, now- it's not really you you can do whatever you want yeah mm. because it used to, it used to be a coming listen to see who i like for me to be me yeah so like but now i'm like figure out who i am and comfortable cosplaying more female characters but more comfortable and it can me. even bring you like comfort yeah because like when you're feeling particularly dysphoric maybe dressing up in that way can make you feel better about it really yeah like kind of like taking the dysphoria and like putting it towards something where i kind of like for the female cosplay because i'm like i look feminine well that's the point yeah Yeah, Uh, yeah. oh look at look i didn't make it really good um definitely like probably like jinx or probably content wise in the near future i'm probably gonna cosplay um maybe hawks 
but I'm thinking first one for my hero. Maybe I'll bring Bakugo back. That would be or really sick. again, my, or AU. I have so many ideas. Mm. Ayu Kirishima because it's the red. The oh red my gosh, the black. Wait, that would be so cute. Mm. I just need to find me a Bakugo. So at the end of my episodes, I do a creator spotlight. So here is your chance to shout yourself out your acts. So p- put them on the mic. I don't know words. <laughs> <laughs> what are they? I am at Grimbox on Instagram and TikTok. My uh, It's spelled G-R-I-M-B-O-R-K-S. And... That is it. If you want to see my content, you should go check it out. I usually cosplay from BNHA, Haikyuu, and South Park. I changed my, my username recently. Um, secretly Cos, but like with like two Zs at the end, on Instagram and TikTok. And um, I cosplay from BNHA, Kakugiri. Kind of, I'm a bit of everything, to be honest. I am the worst at um, <laughs> having any kind of like mm. pattern of content. But yeah, on TikTok and um, Instagram. It was great to have you guys on today. I hope you enjoyed having a little conversation. I know I enjoyed hearing it from the ground behind you. <laughs> that sounds so creepy. <laughs> but yeah. Do you have any final words? Uh, be gay, do crime. That was going to be my one. Oh, was it? We can say it together. No. We can do it together. I see how it is. Be gay, do crime. Don't forget to spread your joy, and I will see you all next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com slash freefm89 to find out more.